Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chauhan. Welcome to Courts Today by Live Law. We bring you the latest and in-depth legal coverage. Here is a brief of what all happened in the Indian courts today. Starting with the Supreme Court, which today issued notice on a transfer petition filed by the Bar Council of India seeking to transfer to the top court the petitions pending in the high courts of Kerala, Madras and Bombay challenging the enrollment fee charged by the state Bar Councils. However, the bench led by Chief Justice of India orally expressed concerns at the enrollment fee rates. When senior advocate Manan Kumar Mishra, the chairperson of the BCI, submitted that fees charged by bar councils covered various expenses and welfare measures, the CJI remarked that high enrollment fee could not be charged under the guise of welfare schemes. The Supreme Court today posted activist Tista Sitilwad's bail plea for hearing on 19th July at 2 p.m. Issuing notice on her petition, the court has also extended the interim stay on the Gujarat High Court's order which denied her regular bail. A bench of Justices B.R. Gawai, A.S. Bopanna and Dipankar Datta was hearing Sitalwad's plea against the Gujarat High Court's decision which denied her regular bail in connection with an FIR lodged against her by Gujarat Police. The FIR is for allegedly fabricating documents to implicate high government functionaries in relation to the 2002 Gujarat riots. Earlier, this order directing the social activists to surrender immediately was stayed by the top court for a period of one week in a special 9pm sitting held on Saturday, that is 1st July. Senior advocate Kapil Sibyl appeared for Sitalwad and additional solicitor general S.V. Raju appeared for the state of Gujarat. Stay tuned for further updates on the matter. And now coming to an update on the Peniyar River dispute between Tamil Nadu and Karnataka. Today, the Supreme Court bench comprising Justice A.S. Bopanna and Justice M.M. Sondaresh recused from hearing Tamil Nadu government's plea, which relates to the dispute in sharing of the Peniyar River water with the state of Karnataka. Recently, the union government had filed an affidavit before the Supreme Court informing that pursuant to its order, the centre had submitted a proposal for formation of Peniyar Water Dispute Tribunal to resolve the river dispute. The affidavit states that the union cabinet is yet to take a decision in this regard. Justice Bopanna and Justice Sondaresh indicated that since they belong to the states involved in the present dispute, they would refrain from hearing the matter. Let me tell you, Justice Bopanna hails from Karnataka and Justice Sondaresh from Tamil Nadu. The bench has asked the registry to obtain order from the Chief Justice of India and place the matter before an appropriate bench. Another incident of shooting was reported inside these Hazari court premises earlier today. You must have seen the viral video by now which shows various advocates involved in hurling abuses and firing in the air. Well, the Bar Council of Delhi has taken suo moto cognizance of the incident and has suspended the license of a lawyer who was identified in the video that got viral on social media. The concerned lawyer has been called upon to submit his written explanation and also appear before the Bar Council of Delhi's office on 7th July. The BCD in its letter issued to the lawyer said that resorting to violence that to inside the court premises is highly deplorable and is gross misconduct. 
In another important news, the Supreme Court today issued notice in CBI's plea challenging the order passed by Bombay High Court, which granted interim bail to Videocon Group Chairman Venu Gopal Dhut in the ICICI bank loan fraud case. The background here is that CBI began investigating the accused in 2018 after reports that Venu Gopal allegedly paid a firm which was set up with ex-ICICI bank MD Chanda Kochar's husband Deepak Kochar, who are both co-accused in the case. Six months later, his firm got a 3,250 crore loan from ICICI bank in 2012. The irregularities were with regard to the grant of six high-value loans worth around 1575 crore to five firms of the Videocon group between June 2009 and October 2011. According to the CBI, the loans were granted in contravention of the rules and policy of sanctioning committee. These loans were later termed as non-performing assets, resulting in wrongful loss to ICICI Bank and wrongful gain to the borrowers and accused persons. A bench comprising Justice A.S. Bopanna and Justice M.M. Sondaresh issued notice after briefly hearing submissions made by the additional Solicitor General S.V. Raju appearing on behalf of CBI. The ASG submitted that the bail was granted on a hyper-technicality with respect to Section 41 of CRPC. The Supreme Court today adjourned to the first week of August the hearing in a batch of petitions filed by makers of Amazon Prime Video's Tandav for clubbing and transfer of first information reports lodged against them in six cities for allegedly hurting religious sentiments. At the behest of senior advocate Siddharth Luthra, a bench of justices B.R. Gawai and J.B. Pardewala also directed the official respondents to file a report with respect to the status of various FIRs against Director Ali Abbas Zafar, producer Himanshu Mehra, writer Gaurav Solanki, actor Mohammad Zishan Ayub and Aparna Purohit, the creative head of Amazon Prime. The matter will now be listed after four weeks. Stay tuned. In another update, the Supreme Court has disapproved of the practice followed by the courts to direct deposit of amount as a condition for granting anticipatory bail for the offence of cheating under Section 420 of the IPC. A bench comprising Justices S. Ravinder Bhatt and Dipankar Datta termed this a disquieting trend which results in cheating cases being unwittingly converted into process for recovery of money. The bench made these significant observations while considering an appeal filed against a pre-arrest bail condition imposed by the High Court. The appellant was named as accused in an FIR for cheating offence lodged over alleged defaults in a development agreement. The High Court granted him bail subject to the condition that he deposit 22 lakh with the trial court. However, the appellant could not meet the condition aggrieved by the refusal of the High Court to extend the time to fulfill the condition, he moved the Supreme Court, challenging it as excessive. The Apex Court held that the High Court fell in grave error by imposing such conditions. The matter has been remitted back to the High Court with the direction for reconsideration of the application for pre-arrest bail on its own merits. 
The Supreme Court has refused to grant relief to whistleblower Indian Forest Service officer Sanjeev Chaturvedi, who sought an investigation by the CBI into allegations of discrimination and irregularities in the selection process for a post on the Staff Selection Commission, for which his application was allegedly overlooked without reasonable cause. The civil servant had also accused the Department of Personnel and Training of attempting to cover this up by forging and fabricating records. A division bench of Justices J.B. Pardewala and Manoj Mishra was hearing Chaturvedi's appeal against the decision of Uttarakhand High Court, which declined his request for an investigation by the central agency. The bench expressed its disinclination to interfere with the impugned ruling. Justice Manoj Mishra told the senior counsel that the contention, the application was mentioned to show that it was not received in time, could also be considered by the tribunal, which could look at the records and come to a definitive conclusion. The bench finally disposed of the SLP with an order affirming the High Court's decision. However, the top court clarified that it would be open for the petitioner to initiate appropriate proceedings before an appropriate forum for the redressal of his grievances. The Supreme Court bench comprising Justice Sanjeev Khanna and Justice Bela M. Trivedi has dismissed a petition by an organization of ex-servicemen society seeking a direction for payment of revised pension for those who retired before 1st January 2016. The court held that since pension is covered within service matters, they should approach the Armed Forces Tribunal, which must decide the issue expeditiously. Granting anticipatory bail to Prasoon Mishra, news editor of the Hindi newspaper Dainik Bhaskar, in a case for allegedly spreading false and fake news on attacks against migrant workers in Tamil Nadu, the Madras High Court has directed him to publish a corrigendum on the first page of all publications stating that the news that they had published was fake and was without verifying the truth. Justice A.D. Jagdish Chandira also expressed disapproval of the practice of publishing a sensitive news without verifying the correctness or understanding the sensitivity of the matter. It was submitted that the publication had posted false news claiming that migrant labourers from Bihar in Tamil Nadu were being punished for speaking Hindi and that 12 labourers were hanged and 15 were murdered. It was submitted that this news had created a sense of fear among the public and in fact none of such events actually took place. Mishra submitted that he had no intention to create panic and also tendered his unconditional apology to the court as well as to the people of Tamil Nadu. In a letter to Law Commission of India, MP and member of the Parliamentary Standing Committee on Law and Justice, Mr. P. Wilson has questioned the reopening of public consultation on the Uniform Civil Code issue. He said that India's secularism was at risk because of the UCC as it will wipe away the unique traditions and cultures of minorities with one personal law. Wilson, who is also a senior advocate, said that reopening an issue that was studied in depth for almost two years by the previous law commission only five years ago is strange. He added that further consultation means that the commission is attempting to dilute the findings of the 21st Law Commission of India, which was not in favour of the Uniform Civil Code. 
As the debate on UCC has sparkled, make sure to tell us about your opinion in the comment box below. And lastly, the Chief Justice of Madras High Court, S.V. Ganga Purwala, has named Justice C.V. Karthikeyan to hear the habeas corpus plea filed by Meghala, wife of Tamil Nadu Minister Senthil Balaji, against his arrest by the Enforcement Directorate. The decision comes after a division bench gave a split verdict yesterday. Meghala had filed the habeas corpus petition against Balaji's arrest on 14th June. The matter was heard by a bench of Justice J. Nisha Banu and Justice Bharat Chakravarti. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.